Hello, this is Dwayne McCreary. I'm the team leader for Adult Explore the Bible, and today I'm being joined by G.B. Howe. G.B. is the editor for Biblical Illustrator. G.B., thanks for being with us today. Thank you, Dwayne. I'm glad to be here. Today we begin a two-week study on the book of Song of Songs. The first session, this first study is going to be on chapter 2, verses 15 through chapter 3, verse 5, and it deals with the idea of relational foundations. Let me just walk us through uh, the outline of this particular study, give us some context, and then we'll, we'll deal with some things here. GB, just talk through some things if that's okay. Okay, sure. To begin with, the first section is entitled Preventative Care, and it just looks at Song, Song of Songs chapter 2, verse 15. In that particular verse, Solomon wrote to the bride, calling for the catching of foxes to keep from ruining the vineyard. He was reminding his readers of the need for putting up safeguards to protect relationships. The second section, which is verses 16 and 17 of Song of Songs, chapter 2, we've entitled that particular section, Build Trust. In those two verses, Solomon told of the trust needed to sustain a marriage. The husband and the wife are mutually committed to each other. The third section, which is verses 1 through 5 of chapter 3 of Song of Songs, is entitled Restraint Required. In those verses, Solomon told of the desires of the bride as she longed to be with her husband. But in so doing, he included a reminder that one must be careful to avoid sexual temptation outside of the marriage relationship. Remember, the way the Song of Songs is outlined, this is actually the day before the wedding. The wedding. Sure. GB, this is one of those books that a lot of folks kind of don't want to study, don't want to talk about. What are some tips for teaching Song of Songs in a mixed group? And what's the value of studying this particular Bible book in the first place? Great questions, Dwayne. I think in teaching the book, one of the things you need to remember is you don't need to apologize for the book. It's part of God's Word. It is there part of God's design. Um, Its intent is to celebrate marital intimacy. Uh, We can easily forget, Dwayne, that... um, Intimacy was God's idea. I mean, that's part of what he designed us for. It's what he instructed Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply. We were created male and female. Male and female, absolutely. Um, and it's interesting because that, that act of intimacy can be satisfying physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I think we forget that dynamic to it. We celebrate that as God's gift. And I think that part of what we can do in a mixed group is not to make light or to be snickery. Is that a word, snickery? Mm-hmm. Put it forth and say, this is what God intended. There's a lot of different ways people interpret this book in general. Uh, Pack item 14 in the Adult Leader Guide gives four of those ways. Can we just kind of talk through some of those things, GB? Sure. Um, Some of the allegories that have been used for this is the Jews use it as an allegory between God's love for the Israelites, whom he had had that covenant from the time of Abraham. Interesting enough, in, in medieval times, mysticism made it a love between Christ and the human soul. It's, it's almost an odd, ethereal type of thing. A, a lot of believers will use this and say it's a celebration between Christ and the church. And, and the Bible does teach us that the church is the, is the bride of Christ, and, and so we recognize that as a reality. We would see that in like the song, The Lily of the Valley, because the only place that phrase is used in Scripture is here in Song of Songs. Exactly, but, but the thing is in the New Testament, when it talks about the church is the bride of Christ, it never looks back to this Song of Songs. 
I think the best thing we can do is to accept it just what it is, a celebration of God honoring intimacy in the bonds of marriage. Um, in verse 215, we have this idea of the foxes. How do different people understand this particular passage? I think it's a very important single verse. It talks about the little foxes that ruin vineyards. I think it's a great metaphor. Uh, people would have understood in Solomon's day, in the in New Testament era, they would have understood this thought of a vineyard. It was something that somebody planted because uh, they were hoping for a positive harvest. And, 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 uh, and somebody planting a vineyard is looking forward. And I think if you think about that in relation to marriage, that's what people go into marriage with. They go in with a sense of hope for the future, and they're investing their time and energy and effort and emotion today because they're looking for that long-term benefit. And what happens is the little things can creep in and weaken the marriage. And I think that's part of the concern here and part of the warning here. Don't let the little things destroy what God is building here. Just ignoring each other, uh, holding on to petty grievances, those kind of things, those are the little foxes that begin to whittle away at the strength and the foundation of marriage. How can we be gracious to people who did not wait until marriage without minimizing the biblical standard? Because I know there's going to be folks in our group that that's going to be their, their story. It's their life story. And I think that there are a couple of things. First of all, we don't need to be judgmental. The reality is none of us are in a position to judge. We're all fallen creatures. What we've got to do is we've got to handle those situations with grace. And part of what we recognize is what Christ is doing for us is giving us a new beginning. And, and for those who've had a, a shady past, the good news is our Savior is one of new beginnings. Yeah, that's been a common theme throughout this study of Proverbs. We keep seeing the idea that God is just, but yet he also offers forgiveness. And that's something that, that keeps being repeated over and over as we've studied Proverbs in the weeks prior. This is going to be a straightforward lesson. It deals with the issue of how we treat each other on multiple levels, not just physical, but also emotional and spiritual, and how we care for each other, how we foster relationships. Even if we're not married, we have the responsibility to raise the standard of marriage for other people. Our society needs us to take that kind of stand so that we can represent Christ well in our world. GB, any other things you'd add to that? I think that's a great word of wisdom, and that is we don't apologize for the text. We say this is what God is intending, and we are raising the banner to live a life according to God's standards. And I want to tell you, in our world, that makes us stand out from the crowd. Before we go, let me direct you to Extra. In Extra, we identify a current news event and describe a way of using that news story to introduce and conclude the group time. The file is free, and it works with the group plans in the Adult Leader Guide and the Leader Helps in the Adult Daily Discipleship Guide. It'll either be a supplement or a replacement of the ideas provided in those resources. These ideas are posted 10 days prior to the suggested use date, and you can find them at the Explore the Bible website by typing the following in your web browser, which is goexplorethebible.com forward slash leader extras. That's goexplorethebible.com forward slash leader extras. Thank you for listening to us today, and we hope you encourage other teachers to tune in next week as we continue to look at Song of Songs.